Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Evening, folks. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we welcome our wonderful co host, Nick from the Nick Drop. I figured if you threw in a little different intro, I was going to throw in the old. <laughs> hey, everybody, how's it going? <laughs> okay, do your voice, man. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, on the center stage, Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. That's what you were saying. That's what we we're talking about. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I've been a good stripper DJ back in the day. <laughs> Whatever. It's funny, you know, that we sit here and talk about that. Before I get before we even get started, the reason this is so cool, this is a great story. One year we were in Tennessee doing a ski show, and the announcer, we only had one and no backup. Okay. For some reason they couldn't find a backup. Well, this guy got throat polyps, so he couldn't announce. And these ski shows, they were ski circus shows, so they were two hours long yeah. with an interruption. So they said, all right, we need some people to, to show up an hour early for work tomorrow if you're interested in being an announcer. And somebody said, Nick, you ought to do it. Nick, you ought to do it. I was actually dating a girl named Suzanne. She's like, Nick, you ought to do it. you got a great voice for that. And I'm like, no way, ain't doing it. Well, Eddie Murphy Delirious just came out. Right. So it was pretty prominent what was going on. So when I went up there, they're like, Nick, just say something. And I quoted something from Delirious as like a stage pronouncer. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, like that goofy kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's like, get ready to rumble. Yeah, that, that kind of deal. And I was the third one that tried out. There were three of us. I was the last one to try out. Dude, I, I, that was it. They were like, all right, we're done. First, piss the other two guys off because they really wanted to be an announcer. And I didn't. Right. That was the reason it pissed them off. So they really says, all right, that's enough. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, Nick, come here. So I walked up, met him halfway, and he goes, here's the script. You're doing the show at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Two hours. Yeah, right. I had to memorize a script in two hours. He's like, Nick, you've been doing the show for two months. You ought to have it memorized. Everybody should have it memorized by now. So I'm like, okay, well, all right. And at the, you know, we did a couple shows that day, and he came up and he's like, the the announcer came up and says, Nick, don't worry about it. I'll be here. I got your back. I'll be sitting close enough to where if you fumble, I'll, because I can BS my yeah. way through anything, right? Yeah. So I just, if I lose sight, because the people are in front of me, if I lose sight of that. He can get me back on track, and I'll be fine, okay? Right. Well, so I did the day show, and it went pretty good. 
I missed a few <laughs> spots. He was right there, but there were only about 200 people in the crowd. So, and the stadium holds like 5,000, right? right? Right, exactly. And this is in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So I did the next show and, you know, a little bit better. And the sound guy was really great because he knew when I was struggling or stumbling, he would turn up the music a little bit to counteract that. Right. Or he would throw extra music in there to coincide with my breaks and timeouts and things like that. The night show started at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Stadium was standing room only, over 5,000 people. So I was nervous, and the announcer looked at me. He goes, Nick, there's no reason to be nervous. I said, why? He goes, because once you get out there and they turn the lights on, you can't see anybody. So just act like you're, you know, at home watching TV or whatever. 200 people. Yeah, I'll be right in front. Well, you can see them, but they're very, very dark. Yeah. I'm blazing through this thing. 45 minutes in, and it's a country theme. 45 minutes in, they finish the last act, and all I'm, a, all I'm supposed to say is, folks, because it's country, folks, we're going to take a 15-minute break, go get you something to drink, and we'll be right back. That's all I had to say. I paused, I panicked, and then I said, but this is a little bit out of our range, but I said, well, fucks. <laughs> Instead of folks, the owner was sitting in the crowd laughing his ass off. I can laughing. imagine. I just went, we'll be right back. I said, well, and we'll be right back. And as I walked everybody was looking up. They're like, okay, you've been initiated. You just said the F bomb in front of 5,000 people. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good story. Oh my god! Well, folks, they're very close. <laughs> I know. I was trying to F-O be nice. Versus F you. you know. <laughs> I know. It just that's crazy. <laughs> oh my so, god! <clears throat> okay, I got to take a drink after that one because I'm about to lose. <laughs> That that uh, that kicked off my announcing career. So that was God, nineteen eighty, geez, eighty three, <laughs> eighty four, maybe. So yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> That's so funny, though. Oh, then of course, God. finished out that season. I started working for another ski company, and the announcer came up and says, "We're going to do a boat race." before the last night show, because we were doing night shows at SeaWorld, and he goes, and I said, yeah, that's really cool. And he goes, Nick, I heard you used to announce back in the day. And I'm like, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I saw a tape of one of your shows. Oh, no. I was just like, damn. (laughs) He said, are you interested in announcing? I'm like, you know, if you get, you know, if you don't have anybody, he says, I only have one other guy, and his name is Scott Crawford. Love the guy to death. And he said, you and Scott will rotate out so you guys are backups, back up, back each other up. I said, all right. I said, is Scott going to start out and do like the first four or five days? He's like, nope, you are. I'm like, damn. Because Scott had never announced before. Okay. And he says, you have, you know, you got some, some shows on your Yeah, back. yeah, exactly. So, so I said, all right. So Scott and I got together and we <clears throat> modified the script a little bit and worked with the directors and all that drama and, <laughs> and 
then I announced the first show, and they're like, good. And they were expecting, Scott was expecting to do the next show, and they're like, no, we're going to let Nick run with this until his day off, and then you take over. Scott was a little disappointed about that, and I'm like, dude, I, I didn't want this. He goes, no, that's no big deal, Nick. He said, I get it. I've never announced a show in my life. I get why they want me to sit there and watch. I said, I'll come in just for the show. He said, would you? I'd appreciate it. So I did, and he killed it, man. I mean, he killed it. Good. So then he kind of, I slowly worked my way back out the door, and he took over. So he was doing it four or five days a week, and then I was doing it, you know. So they re, they started scheduling our time off where he, he was working and I was off, and I was working, he was off. So Right, yeah. Well, good. It was interesting. So and so did did you did you do the let's get ready to rumble for the uh, boat races? I did. See, I absolutely <laughs> did. Okay. Every night, but it's got okay. I got to hear your let, let let's let's hear you do it. Come on, man. Well, you started off and you got three guys in red suits, three guys in yellow suits. Or was it two? No, it was two, 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 and two. So there were three teams, six boats. They had red, yellow, and blue. Okay. okay. So they were the teams. So you get in here and they're talking smack, you know, kid level smack. Yeah. You know, chest bumping and doing all that crazy fun stuff as they're talking and you're saying, all right, here's the deal. And you're telling the whole story. And then I would turn around and it just as exaggerated as I could, I would look at all the guys with my back to the audience and say, let's get ready to rumble. And all of them would go, shut up. <laughs> Start the show. And we'd, everybody'd laugh. And oh, my gosh. That's funny. They'd off the gun, and they'd run to their boat, start them up, and they'd race. And it was a it was a deal where it didn't matter who was in first or second. After the, I don't know how many laps we did, five maybe? Yeah. On the lake. And then on the last lap, whoever was, like, way out in front would slow down the back stretch so that, like, the three different teams would line up. Yeah. And see, you know, and they'd all come through at the exact same time. So then you had divided the stadium in three sections. So, you know, the red team over to the left, the blue team to the right, and yellow team in the middle, whatever, right? And so you'd go, who do you think won? Crowd would go crazy, you know, and you go, red team, the loudest one that screams and hollers is going to win, break the tie, you know, and you'd do all that. And yeah, I, I did say that. And then Scott picked it up. He started saying it. He did it better than I did. No oh. doubt about it. Yeah, he had it. He, I what? I never really learned how to talk from your diaphragm. You know, I always just talk from up here. Oh, okay, yeah. It took me a long time to learn how to talk from like <laughs> your belly or your diaphragm. Right. I had, and before every show, I would have to warm up the throat and, and the voice and say things like proper cup of coffee in a copper coffee pot. Proper cup of coffee in a copper. Now say that three times in a row. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude, do you do it before the podcast? No. Oh, okay. No, because we're not talking fast, and it's not high, you know, super high energy. Uh-huh. And at this point, I could. I mean, at this point, I could just jab. Look, we've already been talking for what fifteen minutes. You hadn't even said but five words. <laughs> Proper. Let's get pop- ready to rumble. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things that they taught me. Is- you got to talk from down here in the belly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and but my belly's big, those, so. <laughs> you, you warm up your tongue and your mouth and your, you know, all that stuff by saying that or saying red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. See if you could do that three times. Red, yeah. 
Red leather. <laughs> what? Have it. It's that hard. Red and leather, yellow leather. That's all it is. Yes. But you got to say it fast. Say it fast three times. Oh my goodness! I don't know. I can do that. Red leather. Red blah blah blah. Yeah. No, I can't it's do it. Okay. Very hard. Red yeah. leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather. You know, I can't do it now either. You, you did it twice, and the third time you crashed out. <laughs> but that's what we would do. The announcers that knew how to do all that. Yeah. They would say, Nick, just keep doing it until you get the three times, and then you're ready. Yeah. I go okay. Prop yeah. a cup of coffee and top of coffee pot. So, well, I, I will tell you this: I did have my experience as being an announcer, but in a different way. So. What? Oh, we're not on film. I was like, what? Yeah, I know. Um, so I actually worked at Six Flags Astro World, as most of you guys know. Right. I actually worked the back of the train. Choo-choo. So the train would literally, you know, go all the way around the park, and you always had the guy that sat in the back and who literally would talk the entire time. Going by each little section. If you look onto your right, you know, you can see. Right. Yeah. It's so it was like, it, it, you know, it, an example is, is, you know, it'd be, it, it'd be like, okay, off to the right, you'd see the big red barn. The reason they call it the big red barn is because it's big, it's red, and it's a barn. You know, I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did that good. <laughs> so. so <laughs> But I mean, we, you do that. I don't know how many times a day, and you know, you're stuck on that train for an eight-hour shift, right? You know, I mean, how many times do you say that spiel? You know, and so yeah, it was just yeah, the big red barn was was one that was always really funny. Um, you know, but yeah, you talk about Grease Lightning, we talk about all the rides, you know, talk about the Cyclone, you know, but you had to do it in a way that would make it entertaining for people. Right. You know, so, yeah, that was, yeah, I do remember those days. Grease Lightning. Yes. I was trying to remember, that's the one where you get in it, and it takes off like an airplane, does a loop, goes up, does a loop, comes back, right? Yes. Okay. If anybody ever rode that ride, that that's the most G-forces that I've, I've never been in a big jet or anything like that, but it would be really cool to do that. And they said that that thing had how many G-forces? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember off the top of my head, no. But it's been I a knew while. It was, I knew yeah. it would, like, paste your head to the back headrest, right? Yeah, so essentially what it was is if if you know how a plane takes off of an aircraft carrier, what it does, right. it has that little piece that connects onto the plane, and it shoots. And, and I mean, like makes you go from zero to a hundred miles an hour in like a second or whatever it is. Right? right. Right. Well, that's what this was is that's exactly what they had built into this thing is they okay. had one of those devices. So I've been trying to tell this story to my friends that have never been in a Tesla. Okay. So my brother bought a Tesla and he got top, you know, my brother more know. money than state of the art top of line. I think he got one, step down from the biggest, longest-lasting battery that you can put in a Tesla, but everything else is top of the line that Tesla sells, right? Right. And he had to wait four months to get it. Well, he told us when we went for a ride in it, he goes, I'm going to go ahead and hit hit the gas because we were at a stoplight. He said, I'm going to hit the gas, but I want you to make sure you put your heads on the headrest 
because it will throw your head back. And I'm going, it's a bunch of crap. This thing's going to start spinning the tires like it's nothing. It's no big deal. Oh, no. This thing was four-wheel drive, Jay, and I'm not exaggerating. The G-forces, we went from zero to 120 in less than a block. Nice. This thing will do zero to 60 in less than three seconds or three-point-something seconds. Okay. And it reminded me of Grease Lightning, and I could never remember... For anybody that was old enough to go to Astroworld and ride the grease lighting, that feeling is what I felt way back then. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I don't know how many G-forces it was, but <laughs> it made my mother dizzy. She's 79. It made her dizzy when he took off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It didn't squeal a tire. didn't make a sound. It was perfectly quiet. Yeah. The battery held those back tires down. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And he probably had to charge it up. <laughs> he burnt the hell out of it. Time. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, he said, "If I keep driving it like this, I'm gonna have to put a solar panel on the roof." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Car, and it's white on white, white leather, white everything. Yeah. Okay, so it's funny that we're talking about Grease Lightning. I saw an article. I think it was from the Chronicle. Where they were displaying pictures from 30 years ago. Oh, wow. So just pictures from around Houston. And so it had pictures of the Dome, of Astroworld, you know, and it had pictures of Med Center and, and, you know, Main Street. and, And, you know, just looking at the transition that Houston has gone through in 30 years. Cause if you think right. about it, you know, it's, it's actually kind of crazy. It's honestly kind of crazy. We don't have our own theme park. Let's just be honest. Well, we had it for decades. I don't yeah. know why they didn't re- rebuild it. Maybe well, they made a deal with the state, made a deal with Houston to not build one so that everybody went to San Antonio SeaWorld. Yeah, or San Antonio Six Flags. I'm sorry, what did I say? You said SeaWorld, but doesn't San Antonio well, have a SeaWorld? They have both, don't they? they got both, yeah. Yeah, they got both. So, um, but no, yeah, I was just kind of, yeah, I was sitting there, we were looking through the pictures, and I was showing my kids. I'm like, yeah, I work this ride, and I work this ride, and I work this ride, and, you know, I was literally, and so <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um. You know, I joined a Facebook group for Six Flags, um, oh, nice. both fans and for employees. And so there's been a, it's been a, a really interesting. The amount of memorabilia out there is is insane, right? You know, there are really some people who really die hard upset when Six Flags closed down. So, you know, well, people spent the summers there when they were kids. Their parents, when they were old enough, yeah. The parents would get them season passes and drop them off and let them, you know, run the park all day, every day while they were at work. I know. And that's it, part of the reason why it, it actually closed down. Wow. People were actually using it as a babysitter instead of actually coming there. And it did it wasn't a tourist attraction anymore. They they sold more season passes than they do they did one day passes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, season passes were through the roof because 
people would literally, that's how they looked at it. It's like, oh, I can buy a season pass. It's cheaper than a babysitter. Well, I wonder, did they have an age limit? Like, you have to be 13 or you have to be... Nope. You Nobody was dropping off like eight-year-old kids. I mean, they're not responsible. I, I would... I, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to put anybody's kid down. There might be some eight-year-olds that can, but I was a dumbass when I was eight years old. Well, no, I, I was going to say I wasn't going to say anything about the kids. I was going to say something about the parents and say there are some parents that would. Oh no, there's yeah. Let's just be there's honest. Parents that would do that. Yeah, I just want a day. I just want a day. Yeah, just, it'll be fine if he's with so and so's kid, and you know. Yeah. 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 But no, it literally it, it from the. Some of the friends that I talked to that still work there or still kind of went, they said the last couple of years was really, it, it just went downhill. I heard that because I still had guys that were skiing there when they still had the ski show. Yeah. yeah I would ref, I refused to ski there because every guy that skied there went over that jump, ended up blowing a knee out or hurting themselves because the jump was actually mounted to the ground. Well, so uh, when you hit, it had no give. Yeah. It was like hitting a rock. Yeah. Well, yeah. but e- even then, that that lagoon was small. Oh, my God, small. You couldn't barefoot in it. It was too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that was actually where they had... Remember we t- had the episode where we talked about the um, spring break? Yeah. That's where the spring break was. They drained the lagoon, and that's where they had it. Really? Yes. So they actually put later in years they put uh what is it um haunted houses in there. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They were tent haunted houses. They weren't so now I, I will tell you, I've got some fond memories of Six Flags. Right. Um I actually got to see in person Freddy Krueger. Really? So the actor actually did a special appearance in one of the haunted houses for Six Flags Astroworld. And, and I, now it's blowing my mind because I know his name. His last name is English. Is it English or yeah? And yeah, it's English. Yeah. So, but yeah, so he actually did uh, a whole season, and I think it was. Halloween of 91 and he did a a couple of you know in the uh, their haunted house and I actually went in the haunted house and we got to see him up close fully decked out in that Freddy Krueger thing and oh my god I ain't gonna lie it was pretty damn creepy I I I, I won't lie it was it, it was pretty sick so I'm still looking it up and I'm <clears throat> listening. No, it's cool. It's just, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting that, you know, we, we had a lot of cool things back in the day and it's just kind of like, Oh, you know, we don't have those anymore because we used to have great concerts. Oh man. That's what I loved about SeaWorld. I mean, we have great <laughs> concerts now, but you know, great. The, the concerts there were Really cool. It's almost like when you do the rodeo concerts. You get to go to the rodeo, you do the carnival, you do all the other crazy stuff. You go to the concert, and you get to sit down, relax, listen to the great music. Right. You know, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the way Six Flags was. As you went around, you rode, rode roller coasters all day long, 
did wet rides, did whatever, and then you went up to the concert and, you know, had a lot of fun. Did you ever work the rodeo? I have not worked the rodeo. Good for you. I did for six years. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed, you know, because you're volunteering yes. to help out for the rodeo. And there's like 44,000 people that are volunteers for the rodeo. Yes. Right? So, yeah, I worked the, the carnival rides for six years. And my sister's still doing it right now. Good By the her. way, his name is Robert England. Ah, yes, that it was. Yes, Robert England. There you go. Yeah, Mr. Freddy. Oh, God, he's creeped me out. So, no, dude, I walked into one room. This was hilarious. I walked into one of the haunted rooms, and literally a guy impersonating the whatever Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, you know. Jason. And so he literally jumps out with a chainsaw, and he literally swipes it between me and the girl that's in front of me. I'm I'm not lying. Just right in front of us. Of course, it's there's no chain on the chainsaw, but still, it's it's the noise is it's real. It's started. It's running. Yeah, it's enough to creep you out. You know, so it was funny as hell. I mean, isn't it Jason the chainsaw? No, I thought Jason was Friday the Thirteenth. Jake, you're right. Jason Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who Texas Chainsaw Massacre dude was, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. So, but that was all in the same haunted house. They really did a good, great, a great haunted house this time. And it was right next to, it was in the Sirwood section, right next to Excalibur, the ride. And so it was kind of very interesting to me. I'm looking it up. That's why I'm saying I'm trying to figure out what the guy's name was. Who does what? Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm interested in the fact that I actually saw a documentary. On the guy that actually create that was the Texas Chainsaw guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I'm looking; it's not really saying anything about who it is. Yeah, as far as the name. I'm not a big horror guy. I just thought this was interesting because it was in the haunted house. You know, it was just kind of a different situation. You know, right. and I'm not a big haunted house guy, <clears throat> but I'm sorry. But if Freddie is the actual, I mean, Robert England is playing Freddie in a haunted house. I'm sorry, but you, you got to go once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I Well, true. And yes, I would probably pee myself. <laughs> to see the true blue guy that did all the acting. Yeah. It would be exciting and scary as shit at the same time. Because, you know, he has all the motions and his voice and everything down to... A perfect T. It's not somebody mimicking him. It's him. Dude, you want to talk about some creepy ass shit. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, so the guy that doesn't actually have a name like John or Jay or Nick or anything like that, it's Leatherface. Yes, okay, now I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't put two and two together until I had to look it up. (laughs) That's funny. Leatherface. Yeah, You know, but that's the one thing I do miss is, you know, during the summer, I have, I can take my kid to the zoo. You know, that's great. I could take my kid to the beach. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But I can't take my kid to Six Flags Astrowalk. Right. You know, so I have to go to San Antonio or Dallas, take them to Disney, you know, and, and even then, you know, I don't know. Here's the whole thing of what I would tell people. This is my impression. 
if you're looking for entertainment and a show, something that's family driven, you go to something like Disney. They do have right. a couple of really good rides, but that's not their big thing. I mean, they do have some really great rides. Don't get me wrong, but when you go to Six Flags, it's all about the ride. Right. It really is. It's really, it's, I mean, they call it a theme park, but it's not. It's a thrill park. <laughs> That's how I look at it. I agree. I agree 100%. I was looking it up, trying to find out how much the tickets are. When I first started working at SeaWorld, it was $33 to get in. Dang. Yeah. And that was... 30 35 years ago. Yeah. And now I think they're $195 for a day. For a day. I'm trying to get. Um, See, that's a, to get that sounds about right, though. Because, I mean, I want to go to Universal Studios. And I think it was, yeah, it was pretty steep, you know, because I wanted to take the family one, one year. And, and after looking at the prices, it was going to cost a thousand dollars for six people to go for one day. Yeah, for you know, one day. For one day, and I'm like, um, yeah, I I don't have time for that. So, I don't know what side I'm on, but it's saying you can get 2022 season passes for 104, but there's got to be a catch to that. Yeah, limited time offer. Yeah, and it's saying SeaWorld tickets. Two for forty nine dollars. I don't think so. That's got to be early season sale to guarantee they have their numbers. What's the? <laughs> yeah, that's only on the Tuesday right after Labor Day. Yeah, when nobody goes to the park. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? They're probably getting in early sales before the parks open because they can guarantee their numbers. They can guarantee how many people they need to hire. They they can actually get a feel for how many people are going to come based on how many early season sales they make. So, not uncommon. Yeah, no. Because, see, right here it says save over $55 on two park tickets. There you go. And that's uh, Aquatica, which is a water park for SeaWorld, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, and Adventure Island. These numbers don't look right at all. Okay. So Maybe. yeah, a ticket would average you on a normal day one hundred and seventy nine ninety nine. Ouch! Without the discounts. Yeah. Just walked up to the gate. One hundred and seventy. See, they're they're open. <clears throat> you know, those early, like I said, those discount sales, they really make a difference. Yep. No, but it yeah, allows them to plan. Yeah, they said we can charge ten thousand dollars a ticket, and guy came back and says, "I don't want to cater just the uber rich." Right. But I mean, it's amazing to me that people are dropping seven to twenty five, thirty thousand dollars on a week vacation to Disney. It didn't cost me that much. Seven grand. Nope. Oh. The people with food, so, yes. Okay, with food, that's yes. What I'm yeah. Okay. From the time you jumped in the car, yes. till the time you got out of the car at your house, 
Yeah. You had to have dropped that much money. Yeah, no, I it yeah, if you include food, yes. But I actually flew the last time I went. And brought how many kids? All of them? Three kids. Me and three. Okay. Yeah. Just four people. Didn't bring it you didn't bring you weren't married at the time. No, this was so. after Andrew died. Yeah. So <clears throat> the four of you well, I just remember probably Twenty years ago, yeah, I think it's called the Contemporary Hotel that's on the Disney property, and yeah. they have uh, shuttles—not not shuttles, but the train on the yeah, the tram, elevated the tram, yeah, take you from the hotel to every Disney park, and you never had to rent a car, rent a taxi, none of that stuff, right? And they paid, and they had a one-bedroom suite. So the parents got the bedroom and the kids slept on the couches that were out in the suite area, right? Yeah. And they had a kitchenette, but for $5,500, they got a five-day pass for everybody in the family and all you can eat to stay at the Contemporary. Now, that was 30 years ago. Yep. So I wonder what the Contemporary hotels charging nowadays for, for, you know, Oh, dude, Husband, that, wife, and three kids. Oh, that's expensive as hell. So I stayed. That's what I'm saying you're talking ten grand. I, I can't yeah. imagine it. Yeah. So when, it was four years ago. It was after Andrew passed away, and I actually had an anonymous person came up to me and asked me after Andrew died and and said, uh, "When's the last time you went on vacation?" And I said, "Oh, it's you know probably." Been Four years, five years, and they were right. like, and they were like, I want to give you five thousand dollars to take your family on vacation, get away, and decompress after the Andrew situation. And so, I oh, I remember you telling me about that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did. So, but yeah, I love Disney because it's got a lot of shows. It's got a lot of really cool things. You know, it's got a lot of really cool sites. It does have some really cool rides. My kids enjoy the rides. But there's just there's something for everyone at Disney. And they really try their best to make it magical. So, right. you know, Six Flags, I love walking around and watching what's going on. But I don't necessarily ride any. So when I worked there, oh, dude, I had a blast working there. Yeah. So, you know, that was... I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Being in theme parks... For 20 years, you know, it's tough to get me to go back. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I don't know. See, I want to go back. So like, I want to go to Universal Studios to see the Harry Potter section. Right. That's going to be really cool. Okay. Yeah. If I went to Orlando, if I had my choice and I was going to Orlando and we were going to go to someplace, it would be. A water park just to hang out and get some sun, sit around the pool and drink beer or whatever. But Universal Studios would be the one place I would want to go. And I will tell you, you may not, have, I don't know if you've been there yet, but really check out Animal Kingdom for Disney. See, and I loved Animal Kingdom because when I went, the big theme was um, A Bug's Life. Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Walking into the tree and all that stuff was really cool. I, you said it was still there, right? It is still there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I love that. It was, yeah. Oh, we did talk about that a little bit on the spring break episode. So, yeah. So, but no, it's, dude, I wish Houston would get, I know they're trying to do these little fun parks, but there's nothing really like, you know, like a Six Flags or like a, you know. Yeah, not close. No, there's no roller coaster kind of park, thrill ride, thrill park kind of event. So Tillman Fertitta did the best he could. He just didn't have the space. Oh, yeah. You're talking about down in Galveston. No, no, Kima. Oh, okay. On Kima. At Kima. They got a roller coaster and they got, you know, they got a few rides. Yeah, yeah. Carousel and, yeah, Ferris Wheel. Yeah, they didn't. So. The Contemporary Hotel, one room, two guests, just to stay at the Contemporary. Yeah. 600 a night. Yeah, that's about right. So you think another $400 a day for tickets, because they're roughly, unless you get a discount, so let's say seven, $800, so you're, you're dropping a grand for five days, so five yeah. grand for two people. Yep. You add two more people, you're doubling that. So ten grand. Yeah. Oh, and that's not with food or anything at this point. It didn't say anything about food. I know. I know. So then you gotta eat. Yeah. And you don't want to eat the contemporary because I'm sure the French fries are like twenty five bucks. <laughs> I You're here it's funny. You know what's really beautiful? I ain't gonna lie, this is hilarious. When we went to the Coronado, you know, everything's super expensive at Disney. Okay. Right. So we would eat breakfast out. We would eat lunch in the park. And we would eat dinner most of the time at Disney Springs, but sometimes it was back at the room. It all depended on. But the beauty of it is we did DoorDash and Uber Eats. Really? Yes. They're expensive, man. More expensive than Disney? Hell no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> because I could order it, IHOP meals and pay five dollars to get it delivered. Dude, normal IHOP prices and five dollars to get it delivered? What? I, see, I, I have a bad experience with DoorDash. I, so. I I know, but but you know what I'm saying? It's Disney. Why would anyone from DoorDash or Uber Eats want to give bad service? That's they don't true. want a bad name. <laughs> but see, they they see my son is doing Uber. I mean, he's doing DoorDash right now. He's doing it early in the mornings and then late in the evening. You know, five to right. to ten, <clears throat> and he's banking money. But um, I did it one time. Chipotle Ooh. ordered food, and we get points for Chipotle. Yeah. So points. It said you get a free. Delivery, yeah, from DoorDash. Oh no, it charges ten bucks. We waited over an hour, and then all of a sudden, I got a text message saying your order has been delivered and is complete. But you never Nothing. got it. Never got it. Uh, okay. So went. I got in the car, drove to Chipotle. Okay. Right. Walked in and just politely looked at the girl behind the counter and said, I need to speak to a manager. And it was packed. Right. They just opened it up like, a, it only had been open like a week or two. Right. 
and I said, just ordered stuff from DoorDash, and they said it was delivered, and it wasn't delivered. And she's like, oh, I'm real sorry about that. And I'm like, you're really glad that I came down here because my girlfriend would have come in here screaming and hollering, and I couldn't have that. And she's like, I really appreciate that. She goes, let me look. What was the name? And I told her the name and all that stuff. And she came back and she's like, well, I can go ahead and, you know, make your meal now and you can take it. And I said, well, what about the $10 they charged me for DoorDash? She said, I'm sorry about that, but you're going to have to call DoorDash because they're responsible for that. Right. And I went, really? And she looked at me and I looked at her and she said, look, I'm going to put into this deal her name and I will copy the same exact meal, by the way, which was $55 right. plus $10 to deliver it. She said, so if you, next time you come in here, you just give me the name and we'll make everything on it. I said, okay, that'll work for me. So <clears throat> I went, got the food, went back to the house, and I'm like, okay, you're going to have to call DoorDash. And she just went off. That's a bunch of bullets. I ain't ever using it again. I was the same way. I was like, I was scared of it too. Now you got anybody, you know, delivering your food. Yeah, they could be smokers. They could be whatever. They could, you know. Or what's really bad is when you get big old fat, hairy, greasy, fifty-year-old man driving a, a hey, watch beat it. up Pinto. Oh. Not you. I'm just <laughs> it have been a woman, you know, somebody that hasn't bathed, they smoke in the car, you know. I know. I know. I always, every time I have a delivery, which is very rare, I always tip them big. So they remember me, and they want this one girl from Pizza Hut. I might order there once every three or four months. And she came in, and, and I I paid through a credit card or a debit card or whatever. And then I handed her a tip. Right. I said, there ain't no telling if you ever get this. And she's like, oh, my God, are you serious? You... Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I said, what's your name? And she told me her name. And then she went off. And, you know, a month later, I'm like, all right, I'm craving pizza. So I called. I placed my order online and, you know, did all the whole deal. And it says, do you want to put a tip in here? And I said, no, I will hand it to them because I had cash. <laughs> This girl comes running down the sidewalk. <laughs> She's like, here, Mr. O'Donoghue, here you go. Here's your food. I said, I made sure it stayed nice and warm for you. I handed her the same amount of tip, and she goes, every time I see your name, I'm going to beat everybody over the head with a stick so that I can bring this to you. Oh, my God. That's funny. She says, my kids will thank you, and she kind of teared up a little bit. I'm like, uh-uh, you're doing a great job. I mean, it was, you know, it's kind of cool. Well, she's but... making an effort. That was, that was what yeah. you're trying to reward her for. She, by the way, she was running with my food in the rain. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. She deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just trying hard to take care of them kids. Probably got a deadbeat dad, you know. Uh, I know. She Sorry. was cute. A little young. <laughs> a little young. Yeah, exactly. A little young. You could have been her deadbeat trigger daddy in a way. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> They skipped the dead beat part. Sugar daddy. daddy. I know, I know. I was teasing, man. Come on. So, <laughs> you could have been our sugar daddy. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Meet the sugar daddy. Nick. <laughs> oh, Donahoe. Anyway, now I'm just kidding. 
Where's my boo? <laughs> Whatever. That's <laughs> <No>, true. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, any, any, okay, so I, I gotta, since this is, you can't go anywhere without seeing this, I gotta ask the question. Since everybody else seems to be all fascinated, real or fake? Okay. Come on, it's everywhere. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? Real or fake? What is real or fake? <laughs> Fresh Prince. Real. The the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. I, I, I guess I don't follow. Something going on in the news or regular television, I don't pay attention. Uh, really? Stuff. You haven't? I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, my goodness. I didn't okay. know about Obama getting going to the hospital because he couldn't stop Putin. Oh, that was Biden. I didn't know anything. Anyway, was going on. <laughs> but I, didn't, I knew there was a war going on, but I didn't have any details. So oh, I, don't okay. watch, I, I don't watch regular television. Okay. So. Well, it's been all over Facebook. There's a lot of memes about it. I just wasn't okay. sure. I was Okay. Yeah. So what is, what's going on? Uh, so if you look it up, uh, look up Will Smith, uh, slaps Chris Rock. Oh, wow. Yes. No, no, no. I, yes. As a matter of fact, I went on Instagram and Chris Rock is announcing on stage like the Academy Awards or something. Oscars. I don't know what it, it was. The Oscars. Oscars. Will Smith politely walked up, stretched his suit, slapped him and turned around, walked away, didn't crack a smile or anything. But I didn't hear what was being said or why he did that. And I'm like, oh, somebody just trying to make the news. And I, you know, I just swiped right through it. Right. I did see it. Yeah. But I didn't hear it. So what was, did Chris Rock put him down? I, I Supposedly Chris, Chris Rock said something about his wife's medical condition or something. Made a joke about his wife's medical condition or something. I don't know the real story. I'll be honest with you. Somebody, okay, so I'm sitting in our meeting last night with our bosses, and they literally, so they asked the question about real or fake, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> right? No offense, people, but I got enough going on in my life. Why in the hell would I give two craps about what's going on in Chris Rock and Will Smith's life? You know? The only time I care about Chris Rock and Will Smith is when it's time for them to entertain me. Yes. That's their job. That's their job. You know? And so I try not to worry about other people's, you know, problems. And, you know, if something was said and he deserved it, hey, he deserved it. But if it was staged, you know what? I don't know. I wasn't there, you know? That was just like, who was it, Madonna and Britney Spears make it out? You know, that shock and awe thing. I'm always talking to you about, we'll get more followers if we have more shock and awe. Well, yeah. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that kind of shock and awe. But if he really did say something about Jada Pinkett's medical condition, he needed to get kicked in the nuts. (laughs) 
I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, I know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know. It's just mean. like, you, you don't want to talk about people's medical, just leave them alone. Yeah, if they have a medical issue, then for God's sakes, let them deal with it. Little don't, respect. I don't care if you're in yeah. Hollywood or not. Show a little respect. That, that shock and awe thing, if Chris Rock really did that, then he was, that's what he was going for. Shock and awe. And it had to have been something. He must have been really polite about it because I think Will Smith would have just kicked his ass. I mean, if Jada Pinkett is like, has breast cancer and she's not going to make it, and he said something, that's an ass whooping. I mean, I, I don't care if on real TV or not. That's just plain out ass whooping. I know. But here's so, the other now, thing. Oscars, have Oscars have been like on the down. I mean, nobody watches the Oscars anymore. They're losing people watching them like left and right. So, yeah. it, you know, you, you wonder. It's just really interesting. And that's part of the whole thing is, is, no offense, I really don't care about the Oscars. I really don't care who won award. No offense. But they don't, they don't see eye to eye with me anyway. I watch right. different movies. I watch different stuff. So, you know. Well, not even that, you know, different okay, lifestyles, different. I like your show. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, and the people's choice awards and all that stuff. It's all a publicity ploy to make money. And I get it. It's all entertaining. That's what their job is. How can I entertain you the best way I can? Yes. Shock and all. I'm going to entertain you like crazy. I mean, just the, the Super Bowl halftime shows with what's her name coming out in that big metal horse? What was her name? Oh, I don't even the know. Diva. Yeah, you do. Um, you'll know her name as soon as I remember it. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> was it this past uh, year? Oh God, no! It was five, eight, ten years ago, something like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then so, it wasn't yeah. Madonna. Wasn't Dana Jackson? No, no. She's newer than that. She's a huge. Pop star, and I can't think of her name. Oh, you're talking about, the, is it the one that wore the meat dress? No, that's, that's, no. Katy Perry? Katy Perry, thank you. Okay. Because she has that song, Ride a Wild Horse, or oh, whatever yeah, it is. yeah, 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 yeah. Dark Horse I mean, or whatever. This, yeah, dark, this metal horse was probably 40 feet tall. Right. And it walked out, of, you know, shock and awe. Right. That's what people are looking for, you know. And this day and age, these millennials, and I hope I piss some people off by saying this, but these these younger generations, they enjoy, enjoy watching people get hurt and watching people wreck their cars and breaking bones and limbs. They they love it. Yes. A guy falling a skateboard and his actual ankle bone rips and pops out of his jeans and it's sticking out. And they're like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? I know. I guess I'm just old school. So I'm right on the baby boomer line, like literally teetering on the line. Yes, I will agree with you. They have a tendency to enjoy watching other people either suffer or fail. Yes. Why why with the negativity? Yeah. So I remember we were all a little different. We, Evil Knievel. Oh, my God. Dude. What he could do, we were all like in awe, you know, and and we supported him. We didn't want him to fail. 
This generation, they're like, okay, fall through. Let's see what happens. Is he going to break it. his leg? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it, you know, but you, I, that being said, Evil Knievel was ahead of his time. But look at what these kids are doing now. Yeah. I'm just stop and look. These guys are doing four backflips on a motorcycle. Oh, I know. Over 20 buses. You know, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And the things that they're doing on water skis and wakeboards, when I skied, was not even a thought process. I mean, it, it, we would have thought that's impossible. Right. It's absolutely impossible. And these guys are doing it like a guy will go out and pull off a double back gainer or whatever it's called with a triple twist, like on the second try. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they have $200,000 ski boats that make a wake the size of, you know, a 50-foot wake, you know, and they're just killing it. I know. No, they they do have definitely more advantages this now than they did. Technology is so much better. Yes. They make everything run faster and do, you know, it's just amazing what we have taught our kids. <laughs> This technology wouldn't be here if it wasn't for us. But, you know, the funny thing is, is you talk about that and you wonder sometimes, did we teach our kids to to enjoy other people's pain? No. I'm just going to flat out say no, because okay. I, you know, I, my mother. You may not have, but that well, doesn't mean yes. other people haven't. Well, it's, it's the trending thing. I remember... Don Johnson, that white double-breasted suit with a rounded T-shirt underneath it and slip-on loafers. Man, I can't even think of the name of the damn show now. Miami Everybody, Vice? Yeah, Miami Vice. Okay. I was all over it. Rocket and, I and Tubs. Bought, yeah. Rocket and Tubs. I bought that white suit. Okay. And my dad had this dinner to go to, and it was a family event for Allstate because he, he was doing that. I walked in there and he snatched me up by my collar and he goes, you get out of here and go put some socks on. He was pissed that I was wearing loafers with no socks. I'm like, dad, this is the trendy thing to do right now. I don't give a shit. You go put some socks on. So I went, my, these were tan loafers and I went back to the house. They were already eating dinner when I got back kind of thing. And mom's going, why you got to make such a big deal? Why, you know, that kind of deal. And now you know, these kids in their skinny jeans and, you know, 15,000 things in their pockets and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, I, I don't like it, but I can't get mad at them because, I, you know, I pissed my parents off with the clothes that I was wearing, you know? Yeah, I know. So I know. that's but their trendy thing. I, I do like, I will tell you, this was really funny. There are certain outfits that I wouldn't let my daughter or my kids walk out in. Okay. Let's see. That that's because you're old school parent, right? Okay, but I, some of these parents want their kids to be trendy, and if you know, if Justin Bieber or you know one of the pop stars, right, is where it, then my kid's gonna have it, right? You know, people have there are lots of people out there that have the money to make their kids look like the stars. I know, you know, doesn't mean it's but, right. No, let the kids be who they are. Don't let it. Don't try to like make them look like somebody else. Oh, no, we got to look like the Kardashians. Oh. No doubt about it. I will tell you this. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I gonna... just hit a button on Jay. I wish you guys could have seen his face. Ooh. He's like, Oof. yeah. Ooh. Anyway, 
So, Jay, which one is your favorite Kardashian? <laughs> Not on Star Trek. The other one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> is there such thing as having a favorite Kardashian? I don't think so. A dead one? Anyway, yeah. sorry. I'm just teasing, <laughs> folks. I really am just teasing. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. That was really harsh. That's not like me. I, I'm just, yeah. I want to see a Kardashian and a Romulan getting it on. <laughs> I know. There you go. Fighting. Fighting. You're, you're talking about the Klingons. I know you. <laughs> oh, the Klingons. <laughs> so, hey, they get in there, too. Klingons will kick everybody's ass. Yeah, That's but you know what? They both have a. The well, yeah, Klingons and the Kardashians both have big butts. So, they, they, I could see how you could get them mixed up. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> True that. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, <laughs> sorry. <that> was, <laughs> it was, uh, I don't apologize. Don't apologize. No, 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 no. I saw on TikTok. This is funny. This girl comes down in this outfit, and of course the mom's like, um, "Yeah, there, there's no way you're not going out in that." And mom, I'm just going to the mall. And she's like, "Yeah, but you're not going out." And, but mom, this is what everyone wears. This is what hey, you got to describe what she's wearing. She's okay. wearing Daisy Duke cut off jeans. Yes. And, and I, a skimpy little tank top, but it's tied up. So her midsection's all wide open. Yes. Her legs from like above the crotch down. Yes. Or, and she's got flip flops. Oh, so on you've seen this one? Yes, multiple times. Yes. Yeah, so this was pretty yeah. funny. So, okay. So you know which one I'm talking about. Well, yeah, so she's sitting there <laughs> arguing with her mom, and she's sitting there like, you know, come on, mom. Everyone's wearing this, so of course, mom's like, "Okay, well, hold on a second. If everyone's wearing it, okay, I'll be right back." Yeah, That's exactly. She's... Yeah, exactly. So, so, mom goes and changes into the same outfit. Okay, we're ready. And then she's like, "Mom, you're really gonna wear that?" Yeah. Okay, and she's kind of a little stunned. But what makes it better, folks, is when the father comes through wearing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the mom's like. Come on, honey, let's go. And he goes, okay, I'll drive. And he's got the cut-off jeans and a tied shirt. He's a big old belly. He's, and he prances out. She's like, oh, no, no, I'll change. I'll change. Yeah, change. exactly. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've seen multiple. <laughs> that, one, that one was really that? great. I love that one. That was funny as hell. Yeah. I really I really will. I, I think it was funny. Now, so I will tell you, folks. Yeah, I know it's going to sound horrible, but I am going to start doing TikTok um, and start promoting our podcast on TikTok. All right. I, I, I got to caveat that shit. Okay. Why is it horrible? It's Why not is horrible. It so horrible. It's not horrible. I looked up the top five earners that just do TikTok. Okay. Do you know what the number one earner made last year just doing TikToks? $10 million. Nineteen point seven million. Oof. Okay. Her sister was right behind her at like twelve million. Oh, is that the the one girl that has the Miller Lite? I couldn't tell you. Oh. I never heard the last name. Okay. But but yeah, can you make a ton of money on TikTok? You absolutely can. You can make a living doing it. A very good living. Comedic Cody. You need to look up Comedic Cody. He's making millions. Or maybe just add a million, 
but he is God got to be the funniest guy on TikTok, in my opinion. Okay. Look up comedic Cody and just sit there and watch him one after another. He's great. Okay. That's they good. have TikTok concerts around the United States that him and like eight other people do concerts of their TikTok stuff. Good. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there's big money to be made on TikTok, yeah. Instagram. Now, if you want to start getting into Instagram and OnlyFans and stuff like that, you're going to have to get naked, Jay. That's just the way that goes. Yeah, I think the only way I'm going to make money from that is people are going to have to pay me to put my clothes back on. I doubt it. <laughs> I bet you there are a million women out there throw money at you. Whatever. Because it's not necessarily... <laughs> You being naked, it's your attitude of whatever's going on while you're naked. I know, I know, but you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. Okay. See, we need an email from the ladies. If Jay had on, I'm trying to think of what the, I don't know. I just went blank. What do you put on when you go cook in the kitchen? An apron. If Jay was wearing nothing but an apron and ironing, I bet you that would turn on half the female population. Oh, whatever. I'm serious. Okay. That acts of service doesn't matter what you look like. Folding you know laundry. Saying? Oh, fold it. Oh, mopping a floor. I could just hear the wetness. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. I'm not kidding. You know, people make tons and tons and tons of money. Isn't that called voyeurism? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not illegal. You're not selling your body. No, you're not. I just entertainment. <laughs> I see. Knowing you, you put the apron on and do some laundry, and you know, do stuff like that. Make the bed. There'll probably be several women go. I'll give you five thousand dollars to hook up with me. No. And your response will be, "Well, we're going to have to videotape it because it's illegal for prostitution." <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You hear that, Jay? You hear that, people? <laughs> You're Jay's messed up. The, Jay's going in the porn business. No, I am not going into the porn <laughs> business. <laughs> you, I wish he was recording this because his face is red. Oh, my God, it's red. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm I have pretty no red. No clue. you and after this for saying it. No. <laughs> this is all a joke, people. This is all a joke. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to really ask for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> But please take the pygmies in New Guinea. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're hilarious. For a loop. Yeah. I can't believe you went there. Oh, so. yeah. I I went off the deep end. It's okay. It's Our podcast is probably going to stop for a while because I'm going to be grounded. No, you're not. <laughs> Come on. Next podcast you hear... Hey, this is Jay from Day Talk, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a co-host right now. He's recovering well in the room right next to Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could say he's recovering because he has fresh prints on him. (laughs) (laughs) He found Fox home address. (laughs) I'm just teasing. <laughs> I gotta look that up. There's actually a joke about uh, Fresh Prince. I think it's something along the lines of, you know, what it, uh, 
I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Look up the joke. It's pretty funny, but it literally used it. It's a joke about you know what did Chris Rock find on his face the next morning, and it's I think it was Fresh <laughs> Prince. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. I probably told the joke wrong, but you know it's just like oh my god, come on people. So, <clears throat> okay, folks. You know we're gonna have to wrap it up here. We hope you uh, enjoyed this amusing episode. So. Off the cuff, we had no idea what we were going to talk about. We didn't, really, if you I think about it. It was really good because we talked about all that good stuff, theme parks, and yeah, that's pretty cool. Brings back some good memories. It does. It does. Yeah. You know, and that was that was actually in an article. And so if you're really looking for it, you know, go look at uh, the Chronicle. They had some great pictures. Um, so I think it was in the Chronicle that I saw it. So it was the digital Did, version. Didn't you say there was a... There's a Facebook group or something of Astro World. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a Facebook group. Yeah, go look for it. There's a lot of people and they're constantly selling memorabilia. So and then sometimes people when they move or something's going on or maybe they're down on their luck, they will sell like so sometimes you can find the um gondola. Wow. You know, it's funny. My friends did that for SeaWorld back in the 80s. Yeah. They were putting stuff on Facebook a few years ago, and I didn't even think about it. I still have two or three shirts and maybe two or three sweatshirts that have SeaWorld of Florida or SeaWorld of Ohio or whatever. Right. I never, I never skied in the one in San Diego. I did, but I didn't get anything from that. But I didn't realize I still have them, and they're in perfect shape. Yeah. But see, these, yeah. these people have the gondas. I mean, that was the you know the skyline. You know, right. and they actually have the full size gondola in their backyard. Some people are restoring them, and so That's cool. yeah, it is kind of cool. So just think about all the things that we did in our life if we would have just kept a cup from Ciarama that closed in the mid eighties. Yep. You know, because I've I'm in a special group at Ciarama people, and they have memorabilia, and a girl that I ski with. Jackie Rourke was her name when she was young, and she's remarried at this point. But she has a whole china cabinet full of Ciarama memorabilia. So anybody that lives around here lived on, went to Galveston Island. It was a theme park. It had a whale. It had sea lions, dolphins, yeah. and a ski show, you know, and a couple of small rides, things like that. But, yeah, to see if we kept that stuff. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. yeah. See, and the funny thing is I do have – some Six Flags cup. You the, need to take pictures of that and post it. It's it's on my uh, it's in my mug collection of the different stuff that I've picked up over. I mean, I don't know how many people I have it. It's just random cups, but there's some really cool ones in there. And I do have, I have a Waterworld coffee mug. Wow. Okay, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, do you do you don't drink coffee out of it? Do you? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Better park that thing in the corner, boy. Dude, that, that's parked on top of the shelf. Yep. You know, I have a Six Flags Batman the Ride. I have oh, I have wow. one of the glasses from it, and it's got the little light up on the bottom. So, actually, when you turn the light on, it lights up the glass. No, it still works? It still works. Wow. See, now that's amazing. How many years has that thing been sitting there, and it still works? See, 
It's like 75 years ago. Yeah, whatever. It's only 27. Feels like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's funny. But, yeah, people are pulling out. That's one of the nice things about the Facebook group. People are pulling out their season passes that have their pictures on them and showing their season passes from the year that they bought them. I mean, it's pretty insane, some of the memorabilia and some of the stuff people are showing. Um, of course, I have yearbooks from three different, two or three different years that I worked there. Man, see, that's good stuff. Yeah. I thought one of the announcers at SeaWorld of Florida, his name was Tom Vickers, greatest guy you'll ever want to meet. Every paycheck, would go to the grocery store, and he would buy two of the bubblegum baseball card, just two of them. Yeah. And we'll pay a dollar or something back then. Every week, for, he's still doing it probably for 30-plus years. He has a closet in his second bedroom, him and his wife, no kids, <coughs> that's completely full of baseball cards. You know, yeah. and he's got some he's got some good ones that are that are, you know, quite expensive, you know, thousands of dollars. Yes, I know. And he won't sell them. Good for him. He, I heard rumor that he actually a guy actually at, offered him, you know, six figures for his whole collection and he said no. Good for him. Smart. You know what he's going to do when what? he retires? He's going to sell that stuff for a million dollars. Dude, you know? if he has a King Griffey Jr. rookie card, ooh, dude. He, he probably got five of them. Yeah, maybe. Out of every two weeks, he bought, what, six cards? I know. For 35, 40 years? I know. He's probably still doing it. Yeah. No, yeah, that was, I actually have, now, problem is I got a damaged one. But it's got a bit of a crease in it. But I actually have a Ken Griffey Jr. card. Nice. Yeah. And I love I wish that you, thing. I wish you had a Honus Wagner one. Uh, yeah. That's the most expensive card on the field. Yeah, I know. But see, I like Ken Griffey Jr. He was a, yeah. you know, I actually have a card that actually has Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. on the same card. Now, see, that thing's got to be worth some bucks. I don't think it's worth anything, but it's just cool as hell. Oh, no, it's got to be worth some bucks. If you ever go to a baseball card, uh, whatever the hell they're called, what are they called? Yeah. I am yeah. just. Yeah. Uh, collector. Anyway. Yeah. Baseball co- yeah. collector shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, I bet you there'll be bunches of people wanting to buy that dude. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Sort of like I actually have a Michael Jordan baseball card. What? Mr. I played for six weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. But I mean, it was like, okay, this was kind of interesting. But yeah, I have a Michael Jordan baseball card. I thought it was kind of an interesting one to get. So I got it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have some interesting, you know, I have a Michael Jordan poster card. And do you know what a poster card is? No. So. A poster is like when they poster dunk. So if they dunk over someone and it it looks so good that somebody captured a shot of it and they it, it it's a poster shot, you know, because it's one that they can use on a poster and looks really cool. Okay. Okay. Well, the one I got is literally Michael Jordan dunking on Akeem Olajuwon. It was really, it was, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I love Akeem, but this was a really cool, you know, Cool, cool card. So, you know, I have a couple of those. But anyway, dude, we got to wrap this thing up. 
Yeah, we do. You know, um, folks, I will tell you, uh, we did just do the um, Team Andrew slash JTOC, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. uh, Out of the Darkness Walk is happening November. And so we just started up the team again. Um, We'll start putting some links out there if anybody's wanting to be involved. If you want to join us for the walk, um, if you want to donate, and if you just want to come along so, to experience it, you know, yes, uh, whatever you feel like doing, that's you're more than welcome. Absolutely. So um, that's all I've got for the day. Me too. So, and uh, in my nice low voice, keep listening, keep following. And share it.